Hi, I'm Sharita Bell. As you may know, your elected officials have required us to verify your age before granting you access to our website. While safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users. And in fact, will put children, children and your privacy at risk. <laughs> Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. I'm Richard. I'm Steven. And tonight we're defending the American people. Freedom of speech is under assault. The government is trying to steal your pornography, and we're going to stop them. <laughs> Once again, the long, sticky arm of the government is overreaching, and frankly, just making a real mess. A big, <laughs> sticky mess. But first, how was your week? Uh, it's been pretty good. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's been all right. It's been, uh, you know, same thing. Time's moving uh, very fast for me right now, but I got uh, some chores done around the house, so that feels nice. Nice. Feels like I'm not living in filth anymore. You're not covered in sticky goop. Not, yeah, I'm not <laughs> plastered <laughs> to the chair in sticky goop. <laughs> How's your week been? My week's been okay. Just kind of going through the motions, but doing all right. We got a lot to cover today, so you, you want to get into it? I don't got any honorable mentions. What about you? Nope. All right, let's fucking do this thing. To preface, I'm not a big advocate of Pornhub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Their site mostly sucks these days, and they have made many mistakes over the years. But obscenity laws and censorship of speech, self-expression, and sex is absolute garbage. And with multiple states now starting to ban online pornography, I think this conversation has a lot of implications to personal freedoms, because apparently looking at people naked is wrong. It is wrong, Stephen. No one should do it. Dude, I- Not before marriage. I was trying to explain to someone why I feel this is actually really important and how I don't want it to be like a perverty podcast vibe, but I, I feel like this shit matters. It it's does. So, it's so crazy. Like- Freedom of speech and and like fear of sex and expression are all that shit. It's there are states banning pornography. Like that's mm -hmm. so fucked in our lifetime. I never thought we'd regress that far. Yeah. After everything Larry Flint did. <laughs> Isn't that his name? The hustler guy? Um He made I, I he kept pornography legal in the United States. Either either you're confusing the name or I'm confusing the name because I immediately thought of a basketball player, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> no. It's Larry. It's it's Larry. Go ahead. <laughs> Today we got an article from May 8th titled Republicans are coming to take your porn again. Again. Conservative legislation framed around, quote, protecting children, unquote, from adult content would also block critical information about sexual health and gender. This whole cheese pizza grooming child abuse thing that Republicans have pretended to care about since Trump is so toxic and terrible. Mm -hmm. It is the worst. So th this article is on Rolling Stone's website, which, granted, Rolling Stone does have some good political coverage, but I think it's a real shame that this isn't talked about more and kind of find it 
sad that <laughs> the best article we could find is from Rolling Stone. Who's only interested because porn. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to shout out the writer. I think he did a good job. This guy's name is Miles Klee. So thank you, Miles. Keep your dick hard, homie. And uh, <laughs> look forward to seeing what you do in the future. Uh, real quick, just to set the stage. This is what the last few years of Pornhub's plight to stay legal has looked like. Yeah, I went deep into the Pornhub history. <laughs> so many of you may have noticed changes to Pornhub over the years. We did a previous episode about the major changes, including the destruction of most of the website's content a few years back. This occurred under the guise of children's safety through pressure by religious groups. If my memory is correct, I believe it was a Mormon group. Yeah. <laughs> Some dumbass Mormons. They always, I don't know why. And then since they were responsible for this, there's way more incense, incest porn on Pornhub. Oh, of Very course. Very interesting. But these religious groups, they leveraged the credit card companies to refuse keeping Pornhub as a client unless Pornhub subjected to major changes and restrictions to their content. And it's been slowly continuing downhill ever since. In 2020, MasterCard, Visa, and Discover cut ties with Pornhub following allegations of child abuse. These were allegations of illegal videos uploaded by online users, not the platform itself, that allegedly were not removed quickly enough. They were in fact removed when Pornhub was notified, and the percentage of illegal content on the platform over the years has always been incredibly low. I do want to point out, that I forget the name of the law, but in general, a website platform is not responsible for what their users upload, or else Facebook, any social media, would not be allowed to exist, and that's yeah. been something that a lot of people have been trying to change over the years, but for whatever reason... Porn websites are always held accountable for what their users upload. So despite Pornhub's best efforts to remove any illegal content as quickly as possible, there are times where things, it's kind of shitty, but they slip through the cracks longer than they should. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, the credit card companies cut ties with the platform, primarily due to lobbying by the handful of religious organizations. Also in November 2020, the government of Thailand blocked Pornhub outright amongst other pornography websites. Yeah, that one sounds kind of random, but leading up to this, a lot of different countries, uh, including the Great Firewall of China, had decided to start blocking Pornhub. <laughs> and then on September 3rd, 2022, Instagram banned the website's Instagram account indefinitely. It had 13 million followers and posted explicitly non-pornographic material. The ban was lobbied for by the National Center on Sexual Exploitation and others. We're going to circle back to that group here in a bit because that name gives a very different <laughs> impression than what they really are. On December 16th of 2022, Pornhub's YouTube account was taken down only a few days after they were removed from TikTok. Pornhub has since worked with law enforcement to meet new standards dictated by the credit card companies and now only allow content uploaded by verified creators who are required to allow their content to be digitally fingerprinted in an attempt to prevent CP. To some extent, the platform, although altered, 
has maintained its status as the primary outlet for online pornography in the public zeitgeist. Now in 2023, Republicans are attempting to kill the platform outright and ban porn to the furthest extent of their power. It's it's so typical. Just absolute losers afraid of, of sex. <laughs> I, I hate the guise of protecting children because yeah. it's so obviously insincere and then they trick the mentally ill followers they have to committing violent acts over imaginary shit. Yeah. Like the, the, the pizza place raid or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> but uh, you want to kick it off with this Rolling Stone article? Yeah, let's fuck it up. Yeah. Utah residents attempting to visit Pornhub this month were greeted with a video message from adult performer Sherry DeVille. Hi, I'm Sherry DeVille. As you may know, your elected officials have required us to verify your age before granting you access to our website. While safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users, and in fact, will put children and your privacy at risk. In addition, mandating age verification without proper enforcement gives platforms the opportunity to choose whether or not to comply. As we've seen in other states, this just drives traffic to sites with far fewer safety measures in place. Very few sites are able to compare to the robust trust and safety measures we currently have in place. In order to protect children and user privacy, any legislation must be enforced against all platforms offering adult content. The safety of our users is one of our biggest concerns. However, the best and most effective solution for protecting children and adults alike is to identify users by their device and allow access to age-restricted materials and websites based on that identification. Until a real solution is offered, we've made the difficult decision to completely disable access to our website in your region. Please contact your representatives and demand device-based verification solutions that make the internet safer while also respecting your privacy. Hell of a lady. Who <laughs> <laughs> explained why they could no longer access the site. Their state had just adopted a law requiring age verification every time an internet user wants to view, quote, material harmful to minors. Rather than comply with this requirement, the site had simply blocked Utah's entire population. So keep in mind when it says material harmful to minors, that means any online porn. But because Pornhub's the biggest entity the government can enforce this with, that means anyone in the state of Utah to access Pornhub to even see the front page, you would have to give, I believe it was two forms of verified state ID that would be verified with a third party. So Pornhub was like, fuck this. It's too problematic. We are going to block our site to any IP in Utah, which is just absurd. Yeah. And good for them for, for standing for against it or whatever. Quote, while safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users, and in fact will put children and your privacy at risk, DeVille says in the message. Quote, until a real solution is offered, we have made the difficult decision to completely disable access to our website in Utah. 
she later explains, urging the viewer to contact their representatives to protest the measure. But Utah is only the latest state to institute a new obstacle in viewing porn online. Louisiana passed a similar law last year. Mississippi and Arkansas have approved their own versions of such legislation, which will take effect in July for both states. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin may soon sign yet another Republican-sponsored bill on age verification, the likes of which have been introduced to more than a dozen state legislatures this year. So keep in mind, the future of this realistically may look like that any state that bans abortion is also going to end up banning pornography. Right now, multiple states have enacted this, and 12 states are trying to pass online pornography bans to some extent, even if it's through this age verification. Most sites are going to operate illegally around it, or they are going to refuse service outright, or you have to give the government your ID, and they're going to log with a third party everything you view. First Amendment and internet freedom advocates warn these laws framed as common sense safeguards for children are in fact part of a broader effort by the Christian right to ban or censor protected speech. Some GOP lawmakers aren't being shy about it either. Quote, I would love to outlaw it all. Arkansas State Senator Tyler Dees, sponsor of the state's age law, has said of porn. That attitude is also reflected in conservatives' sweeping effort to prohibit drag shows and purge school libraries which are likewise couched as part of a campaign to shield children from imagined dangers. Vehemently anti-porn organizations, including the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, which was founded as a religious group and has a history, under its previous name, Moraudian Media, of opposing LGBTQ rights. Now, I can't remember offhand the complete history of Moraudian Media, but I believe this is the group that was responsible for much of the music and movie rating systems. Like oh, they, cool. in the old days, this was a, not a public group. This was a purely religious Christian organization that tried to ban any media they felt was obscene. Now that has turned into the sexual exploitation group and it has this air of a, uh, legitimacy and I'm sure it is much more so than it used to be, but it is still not what its name implies. But they have been instrumental in pushing for age verification on adult websites. They have even drafted some of the language that eventually found its way into the Utah law. Quote, I think that the overall goal is to shut down free speech on the internet, says Mike Stabley, a journalist, filmmaker, and director of public affairs for the Free Speech Coalition, a trade association of the adult entertainment industry that has filed a legal challenge to Utah's anti-porn law. Quote, conservatives have been trying to do this for decades, he explains, dating back to the Supreme Court case Reno v. American Civil Liberties Union in 1997, when the justices ruled that provisions of a law that criminalized online porn, quote, available to a person under 18 years of age, were unconstitutional, as they violated the guarantee to freedom of speech. FSC's lawsuit argues that the Utah law is no different. Now, before we get too far... I think we should bite the biggest bullet. <laughs> All right, here is the hot but true take. Measures certainly should be taken to prevent pornography of underage people being online. We Correct. 
everyone. That's such a hot take, Stephen. No, that's, that's across <laughs> the board. Everyone yeah. wants that. The hot take, though, is that I don't see any realistic way to prevent children from accessing pornography. And I don't think it is the evil the right likes to pretend it is. I, I do agree with that. There's, there's not a, if, if they, if someone has access to the internet, number one, there's like, um, what's it's not where you can use a different IP and like show that you're in a different VPNs. country. Yeah. 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 You can use VPNs and shit like that. And the younger generation is definitely going to be way more versed on that. It's not like it's a new thing, but now like it, it's becoming more commonplace. I, I will be honest. I did check out some of the latest studies about how pornography affects the studies are typically on teens or young adults or whatever i do think it is something a lot of young people struggle with because yeah it affects them at a much earlier age on average and i think the numbers were something like 25 percent of young people that view a lot of porn at a young age tend to develop unhealthy tendencies or commit higher likelihoods of abusive or violent sex. And I think that is a real concern. Yeah. And those are things education can help with or better parenting or whatever the fuck. But there's no way to go back in time to a place where this doesn't exist and people can't access. And I would argue the other 75% of young people, I think it's probably a neutral thing or even more of a good thing than bad. Because half of the parents in this country don't teach their kids about sex at all. Mm -hmm. And this is like how whole generations of kids online figure out what the fuck sex even is which yeah. is sad yeah but but i think it's true for a lot of people i mean it was most of my sex education it was all of mine which i i don't think is the healthiest thing no. like you <laughs> come from a religious background your parents don't tell you anything and you have to figure this shit out for yourself and unfortunately or fortunately you know porn websites are how a lot of kids have to figure shit out mm-hmm in a press release, the organization points out that parents using device filters to limit what their children see on the internet is far more practical and effective means of protection. And that, quote, Utah does not currently have the capability to verify digital IDs online, making compliance impossible. However, Stabil, Stabili, the guy you mentioned earlier, believes the implications of the controls set there and in a handful of other states span far beyond the technical privacy nightmare of submitting your ID every time you log on to Pornhub. The language of the law is broad and vague enough that it could be applied to a vast swath of websites, including social media networks. I've seen a couple things on this where, basically, that means the state government could choose to enact it on any website they want, because... On any given social media, anything that has pictures or vaguely uh, obscene writing, music, art, whatever, they could deem as harmful to children. I mean, 
they just didn't they just ban the Bible in some books and in some libraries Florida. in Utah because I think it was Florida. Was it Florida? I think so because they were doing the uh, yeah all those stupid book bans and it backfired and a anti-Christian group sued for the Bible to be included on the list and they had to ban the Bible, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is just hilarious. But yeah, anything is at threat with this essentially. And then I saw, um, it was pretty funny, a Reddit post. And this was from a couple months ago. Like, this has been started to enact. I think Utah's the first to get it fully in place. But it was a guy that lived near the border of Utah. <laughs> but he wasn't in Utah. But his, <laughs> his internet provider apparently thinks he is. And he can't access any porn sites. And there's no way to verify his ID because he doesn't live in the state. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucked. So he's just permanently <laughs> banned from porn. And the dude, it was so funny. The thread, like he was coming back like every day, like somebody help me figure this out. <laughs> Come on, guys. You guys are smart. Help me. <laughs> A commercial entity is liable if 33.3% of its content is deemed harmful to minors. But, quote, nobody knows what that means, Stabil says. How do you measure it? It is in posts, it is in bytes, it is in the number of data, is it in the volume? We just have no idea. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so crazy. As a consequence, Stable says, many web-based businesses could be at risk. He points out that the co-plaintiffs on the Utah suit includes a sexual educator worried about their exposure. Quote, their content is meant for people who are 18 and it is medically validated writing. It's not meant to be prurient in any way. Along the same lines, the law could be used to set barriers around other information conservatives don't like, from abortion resources and birth control instruction to facts about LGBTQ identities, on the grounds that it's hurting kids. It's so upsetting that that is actually realistic in the type of states that would pass these things. I would imagine LGBTQ websites, information, like all, all of those things, anything trans at all on the internet could be banned in those states like they they are dictating what obscenity is to adults in their state by just stealing it one bit at a time they're they're winning ground on this shit kevin a thompson an attorney who practices trademark copyright and internet law in chicago argues that the 33.3% standard quote could be applied more broadly in the future he also raises the issue of sensitive data falling into the wrong hands. The more third parties that store personal information, such as digitalized verification cards, are more subject for potential data breaches, in my opinion, he says. Yeah, you, you can only imagine this shit is for sure going to get hacked. People yeah, absolutely. Going to get blackmailed. What's the um, website? Was it the Mad Ashley Madison or whatever? Do you remember that? No. It was a website for married men. It was essentially uh, advertised as a website for married men to pick up mistresses on the side. And it was it predates OnlyFans, but it, it's in that vein. And the uh, server lists and messages of all these men were getting stolen i believe by some people inside the company and then they are also hacked there was a massive data breach 
and thousands of these men, and I'm sure the the women too, were being blackmailed for large sums of money because there's documented proof of everything you did, everything you looked at, everything you said. And this is just a guarantee as soon as you have third parties collecting your porn data that the yeah. same thing will happen. <laughs> That's fucked. Yeah. Louisiana's age verification apparatus, which has been called a, quote, privacy time bomb in tech media, has already led to cases of identity theft by scammers impersonating sites to build claims. Despite concerns that too many web pages besides the likes of Pornhub could be gated by these laws, Louisiana State Rep Lori she- Schlegel? Schlegel. Schlegel the Beagle. Schlegel. <laughs> Maintains that her state's fi- God damn it. <laughs> maintains that her state's legislation, which she authored, will only be used to regulate select sites. Quote, the age verification law that we passed last year was carefully drafted after considering U.S. Supreme Court precedent and the current available technologies, she tells Rolling Stone. It is narrowly tailored, not unduly burdensome to adults, and takes into account the government's compelling interest to protect children. Don't believe them. They're fucking Weasley little liars. That's how it starts. Yeah. But whatever the ease or difficulty of legally accessing porn under these systems, they also create a record of the sites you're visiting. Quote, you have to submit your government ID, and that system has to ping a government entity, Stabil says. Louisiana, for example, uses a statewide digital ID system called LA Wallet. Between the knowledge that Big Brother is looking over your shoulder and the practical hindrance of verifying your identity, people will be more inclined to avoid walled-off sites altogether, Stabil argues, particularly if they are fearful of their family or community finding out they're looking up certain health topics or exploring their sexual orientation and gender identity. Quote, this type of information is incredibly, incredibly powerful, he notes. We see it used in custody cases. We see it used in divorce cases. We see it used in extortion cases and job loss and all of the rest of it. John Morris, principal of Internet Policy and Advocacy of the Internet Society, which advocates for an open, globally connected, secure, and trustworthy web, says that legislators and regulators are increasing proposed age verification mandates, not just for porn, but, quote, in a broad range of context. These bills, according to Morris, raise serious concerns about security, privacy, and access to lawful content and services online, and will lead to a rise in identity theft and other invasions of privacy as a result of the increased risk of hacking into corporate databases. Moreover, he says that onerous ID requirements like the one imposed in Utah are tantamount to effectively outlawing any covered sites. The question then becomes how far conservatives will go. Quote, porn is really the canary in the coal mine of free speech, and it always has been, Stabil says. Th- this is kind of my whole point with this topic, as, as much as I feel porn should be easily and legally accessible, it really is just the first pillar of support upholding other freedom of speech. If we can't protect the things we find despicable from their point of view, then we can't count on them protecting the things that matter all that much more. And I I don't think it's any adult's place to say what sexually you're allowed 
to enjoy or look at or express or view online, Mm -hmm. in print, whatever. And while I agree, to some extent, protecting, shielding children from this is probably a good thing. The, The use of it as a lie to get rid of the things they don't like it is mm-hmm. just so despicable. Once they've got standards in place about material harmful to minors, they're free to decline such content however they prefer, and conservatives have a long record of taking offense at a wide range of speech. Additionally, it's just so fucked that they're supposed to be the party that cares about freedom of speech. Yeah, that's like their whole shit. And over the last few years, we've just seen so many examples of hypocrisy. Meanwhile, any parent will have legal grounds to sue a website they believe have influenced their child to act or present in a way that upsets them. This this whole lawsuit culture that they're somehow working into all these laws, whether it's the Texas abortion standards where you could put out bounties on other civilians yeah. that had abortion, whether it's Florida shit where you can sue a teacher, whether it's Utah's parents being able to sue porn. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's, it's so un-American and, and, well, it's the new American, but it's so undemocratic where, like, our answer is to sue people in farther court proceedings opposed to obeying or, like, working within the law. It, it yeah. like, it takes money to do those things. It's just, oh, man. It's like uh, I'm fumed just, up. <laughs> you just paid attention to what your kid was into. God. You could enjoy the fetishes with them. Like yeah, you could watch the furry Democrat born with parent. them. <laughs> <laughs> what gives away how <laughs> what gives away how disingenuous these laws are, Stabile says, is they're less effective than existing options like parental device filters. Ultimately, it's not really about the kids, right? It's about banning it for everybody, he says. If there is a magic wand that could keep under-18s off of these sites, every adult site would use it. We come from families. We don't want kids on our sites. You know what? I like this dude's stability, but I think we're just going to say his name different every time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, home dog. Instead, critics say, policymakers are using the safety of children as cover to appoint themselves arbiters of what Americans generally are allowed to see and share online, and could end up cracking down on sex toy shops, steamy fan fiction, or digital lifelines for vulnerable young queer and trans individuals. When porn companies take states to court to debate the constitutionality of the invasive overreach, they are not only declaring their right to freely sell adult content, They're fighting to ensure that Republicans can't widen the scope of what is considered obscene. It's as clear and crucial a front as we have in all this all-consuming culture war. They're coming for your live journals. They're coming for your tumblers. Your dildos. Your everything, dude. It's just so... Ah, man. They're they're so perverted and gross for doing it, too. Like, why the fuck are they putting their nose in other people's porn <laughs> yeah <laughs> like can you imagine walking up to an adult and telling them they can't look at another naked adult yeah how, how fucked it's, it's so, how, how fucked it is such beta 
behavior by the Utah government and all these various states. I just hate it so much. And it, it's one of those things, it, it's, I, I mean, I don't give a shit, but it, it, it sucks to be one of the very few voices I've seen or heard to talk about it because it inherently frames you in a position of being deviant or only caring about sex, like that aspect of it. And mm. while I won't deny that being an important element to me or, or the issue, it, it's just so clearly something much more important than that. And it just seems like no one actually gives a fuck about freedom of speech. Like, I, I think of, like, e- Elon Musk calls himself a free speech absolutist, and the first whatever week of the Twitter shit, he's banning Kanye for the Nazi flag, right? Swastika mm-hmm. shit. Now, I, I'm not saying he shouldn't have done that, but I don't get how you can frame yourself as a freedom of speech absolutist on the biggest social media platform, and you're immediately banning images. A series of lines crossed in the right position, that's, that's too dark. We can't do that. I understand this historical context, mm-hmm. but you can't claim one thing and do the exact opposite. Yeah, I, I, I would think my standards for freedom of speech probably go a lot closer to absolutist than most people, but I'm also not the side that is declaring that, that this is like what we have to do. And meanwhile, the party that does is trying to steal freedom of speech from entire states of people at a time yeah sickening some wild shit man i would tell them to eat a bullet but i don't want to get in trouble because yeah, they're, exactly. <laughs> i'll get canceled because <laughs> there isn't that much real freedom of speech anymore <laughs> the i mean really you you look at it like we've said it multiple times throughout this is the, the main issue is religious bullshit yeah you know when you when you start mixing the church and state shit it, it fucks everything up um actually that reminds me it's a quick aside but mm-hmm. i had this girl at the zoo who also works there um she's cute and we've talked a couple times but she came over to my booth today because it was slow and she said something about her she was like do you do you think the earth is round or you think it's flat Oh, no. And I was like... Is this a litmus well, test? I was like, well, I know it's round. And she was like... Solid. It's like, prove it or explain. And I was like, well, have you ever been on an international flight before? And she said, no. And I was like, well, typically when you're on an international flight, like you get real high up there. And you can look out the window. You can see that shit. Like, it's not like high enough you're going to see the thin blue line or anything. But like, you can tell... That's no, that's just because of the curved glass, the yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that they sneak in every plane by the evil groups of yeah, that's the NASA sneaks into the planes so they can hide that they have the Illuminati plane window company that sneaks all the window, yeah, yeah. So she, she was, uh, what'd she say? She's like, oh, well, don't you do you read the Bible? And I said, oh, no, absolutely not. And she was like, well, in the Bible, it says the earth is flat. And I was like, that's why I don't read it. It's not real. <laughs> what did she say? Like, we're, 
Well, I had customers walking up at that point. She was like, we'll talk about this more. And she walked away. And I was like, I fucking hope so. <laughs> now, here's the thing. My read on that. She clearly wanted to challenge you. But I see that as a a flirty inquisition where she's she's saying what her view is, but she wasn't mm -hmm. preaching to you. She was asking. Yeah. She wants to be convinced out of that bullshit. Yeah, I think I, I took it as flirting too. That's like it kind of. I can't really tell with her. It's sad it's, flirting. Yeah, it's, it's it's not good flirting. <laughs> it's flirting with the side of please help me get rid of my terrible. <laughs> Entire life's beliefs because I'm so desperate not to think the earth is flat anymore that I'm yeah. asking strangers I think are cute for answers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. You'll, you'll, you'll help her. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll work, do the Lord's work out here. <laughs> That's wild. But I thought that was interesting. It was like, it was kind of out of nowhere and then it was like, it sounds like, like a fun dialogue. Though. I think it's flat, and it was like, oh. <laughs> Can we interview her? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, go, so I'll ask her tomorrow. <laughs> that would be so much fun, actually. Get a fucking rando on the podcast. <laughs> Dude, I really do want to start. Oh, man, I got, I got in a couple very brief online debates this week. I get so revved up so quick. I'm just... <laughs> I picture you at work. You're like listening to podcasts and shit, nerd. Listen to debates while you're at work, and you just get fucking heated. It was like you don't clock out. You just like move your mouse around enough that it looks like you're doing. Work. Do you know who um, PPD is? Pat, <laughs> debate, whatever, dude. I've gotten this habit where where like I used not to get super aggressive in the YouTube comments because that's just. <laughs> not really like great because you get like hundreds of death threats <laughs> yeah but i've decided i just turn the notifications off and post the shittiest thing to anyone that's stupid and there's a couple really big creators including this guy ppd that used to run uh a market uh multi-level marketing scheme and now he he's one of the guys that guys that interviews andrew tate all the time like oh, okay, he's, cool. he's one of those losers. he's a real chill dude yeah real piece of shit and uh like three days this week i, I downvote every video he puts up but three <laughs> days this week i was the top comment in opposition to his audience where i'm just like trashing him all the time and i'm <laughs> and I, I truly enjoy it but i've been in a couple very small debates recently and I want to dive all the way in, but I actually get violently angry where I really, <laughs> really so, have to. By, by debates that you've been in, do you mean uh, keyboard fights uh, <laughs> on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, one was, one was voice, but I really, I, I do have an anger problem. <laughs> and I... <laughs> <laughs> very easily can get myself in trouble so i have to reel it back <laughs> i love that you're just learning this about yourself oh i've known <laughs> yeah man I, I don't know for whatever reason i think maybe with sex stuff for myself it it particularly gets me heated because it was such a big part of like 
something that I feel was censored or stolen from me at a time where it shouldn't have been that affected me, affected me negatively due to religion. And it, it's mm-hmm. just, I, I think, I think more people are, are affected that way. I don't know. than then is seen at first glance. You just gotta, you know, when, when you're young and you're, you know, trying to figure out what sex is, you you pick your friend, you know, you, everyone's got that one friend whose parents are like divorced or like going through it and like they're not really paying attention to what the kid's doing. So you go over to their house, they don't have the net blocker on. Use their dad's know. ID, get on Yeah, home. yeah, pick up his dad, steal his dad's ID, <laughs> steal his dad's <laughs> wallet, take whatever the money's in there, use his ID to, to log in, use his credit card if you have to. <laughs> But I do think it's – I mean, Pornhub, at least for America, it is the gateway to pornography. Mm-hmm. Like that is, for good or bad, it is America's porn site. And it is slowly declining. I, I've mainly stepped away from it due to <laughs> its shitty content. Yeah, <laughs> It's like half advertisements for people's OnlyFans now. And just like shitty – because. Regular people can't steal shit and re-upload it like they could in the old days. Now it's so locked down, and there's good parts to that, but it's still shitty. But it is the hub of America's porn, and it is slowly and painfully dying. Like, I'm surprised they were even able to get their credit card processors back operating. And I can't understand how it is ever legal for a credit card company to refuse clients. Like, they, this has happened with um, people like Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes, different far-right extremist groups where the credit companies are like, hey, we don't like your politics, so we won't process payments for you. Mm, they're a private company. I don't, I don't think you can say that about credit card companies. I, I, I mean, they are private companies, though, right? Yes, but there's a lot of public ownership, and there's only a handful. Credit card companies aren't like other companies where there is competition that can compete. It is a conglomerate, and they all made mm, these calls true. together. There's like five companies, and they all have done these blocks or bans in unison, where that doesn't feel acceptable to me. Gotta, like that's why you got to bury your gold if you want to be a be a white supremacist. <laughs> like I, I think, yeah. Like I hate those people, but I don't think it's okay for banking systems, payment processors, even um, like air travel shit like that. I don't think it's okay for those industries to act in unison against people they don't like for doing things that aren't illegal. Like that's shitty as fuck. Why is a credit card company able to determine what online pornography looks like. That doesn't, that just seems yeah. really fucked. And I don't see how that has been allowed to, because this, this had never really happened with credit card companies to this extent before. Private companies choosing what you're allowed to do because they'll block you as a move. That That's garbage. Now, now I don't, I don't want to be on the record as being uh, in defense of, um, capitalism but the uh i i will say that if it is 
from a private company's standpoint, if you're looking at it in the way that if transactions are occurring that link the money that they're taking from, you know, these transactions, the money that they're gaining from these interactions, hmm. if that is gained off of something that is, um, you know, like in the in the porn case where, where they said like, oh, it's about like child pornography or something like that. Like I can see where they're saying like we don't want to be affiliated with that at all. We don't want our name on that money at all. Um, I don't think so this should be allowed similar, to do that. Well, if, if it's a private company, then yes, I get what you're saying that it's a conglomerate. But I, I'm I'm I just want to say like I understand where that point of view could be coming from because like I do and I don't because the thing is is they don't give a fuck at all. The only reason they ever considered banning such a cash cow is because these religious groups were pressing them yes. so hard. Like it's they, they, they decided that it it's for a, 30 years. That they would lose more money if they had a bunch of people stop using their thing because they work with Pornhub yeah. rather than if they just cut off Pornhub. Yeah, and at the time, it seems to some extent these companies folded, but I don't get why we can't have independent payment processors that don't give a fuck what the payment is for like why is that so difficult in a democratic capitalist country to you have probably find them i bet the fees are just outrageous the stripe and i think paypal had some capabilities but they also have tended to fall in line where if you're banned on one they typically are it i mean as stupid as i th typically think bitching about getting uh kicked off social media is it is shitty that if you get kicked, if you're a big figure and you get kicked off one, that all the others will do will mirror it. And yeah. there actually is evidence. This sounds so stupid because most of the time it's right wing people complaining about it after they've done something that's really shitty and completely breaks the terms of service. But yeah. it is shitty that these fucking billionaires and owners. I mean, they're literally in group chats together. They're like, hey, are you banning Tate today? Yep. Then, all right, he's gone, and every site can ban him all at once. That doesn't seem right. I don't get why what you do on one site can translate to another. That doesn't – I don't think that's acceptable. Mm, if yeah. I kill a cat on YouTube, what the fuck are you banning me on Instagram for? Because you're a bad person? So what? what if I have – Hey, <laughs> how does OJ have an Instagram? Like people yeah. that killed people can have accounts if they don't break rules, but you can get banned for saying something on one platform and banned on everything else. This is where like, I don't yeah. feel like I should have to be a, a purist in freedom of speech because the people that should be doing that are failing so hard. The, the Republicans I hate, aren't even keeping up their end of the bargain to keep mm. certain good things around, like yeah. guns and freedom of speech. They fucked it up so bad that you have people more in the middle that are trying to juggle things on both sides of the spectrum, and it's just fucking stupid. Just like people, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. So to close this out. Yeah, once again, let's hear some wise, wise words 
from our friends and fellow lawyers from the American Bar Association. (laughs) (laughs) What are we to make of these concerns? The first and perhaps most important point is that free speech always comes at a cost. Speech that questions the wisdom of fighting a war may cause soldiers to desert. Speech that defends morality of abortion may encourage women to engage in what others regard as a moral baby killing. Religious condemnation of homosexuality can incite prejudice, discrimination, and violence against gays and lesbians and can inflict serious emotional harm on minors who have discovered themselves to be homosexual. The central insight of the First Amendment is that speech cannot constitutionally be censored merely because it might have harmful consequences. This does not mean that we cannot mitigate what we perceive to be the negative consequences of sexually explicit expression. To the extent that critics see sexually explicit speech as akin to cigarettes, alcohol, and gambling in its capacity to overwhelm the individual's will— The proper response is to warn people about the dangers of abuse and to help those who succumb to temptation. To the extent that they fear such expression can warp people's values, the proper response is to educate them about the right values and expectations. Of course, there is no guarantee that such efforts will carry the day. In the end, some of us will simply disagree with what others believe to be right values to live by. In a free society, that is our right. The issue is more complicated with respected children because they do not have the same capacity to make responsible judgments for themselves about right and wrong. In part for that reason, the court has continued to adhere to the doctrine that some sexually explicit material is obscene for children, even though it is constitutionally protected for adults. In practical effect, though, it is difficult, if not impossible, to shield children in today's world from exposure to sexually explicit expression. Real quick, I do want to say... You know, there's so many parents that are overbearing or don't trust their children with the internet mm. or a phone. And I I really do think, you know, kids are going to make lots of mistakes. But I, I think they're often much stronger and wise than parents or adults give them credit for. And I, yeah. I, I think a lot of these younger adults, kids, whatever – they're more capable of navigating this new world of tech and obscene shit on the internet than most adults out there. And I, I yeah. think, you know, you protect them, but you also have to trust them to figure it out too. The primary remedy, therefore, rests largely in the hands of the parents. By using filters on home computers, By speaking with their children about the possibility that they might encounter sexually explicit expression. By talking with them after they do encounter such material. By guiding them in what they believe to be best ways to think about intimacy and sex. And by educating themselves about the best ways to manage their parental responsibilities. Parents can create a reasonably safe environment for their children. In truth, this is no different from the trust we place in parents more generally. In everything from crossing streets to playing near the water to choosing friends to walking alone at night to eating to the right to smoking and drinking and drugs, we rely on parents to protect their children from harm. The same is true today in terms of protecting children from harm caused by exposure to sexually explicit expression. Agreed. It's... 
you you know you're not going to shield them from it forever. They're going to find it. So be there and be responsible. Be a fucking adult about it. (laughs) Perhaps ironically, we are where we are today not because citizens intentionally voted to make the most extreme forms of sexual material legal. Not because judges intentionally held that the Constitution should protect the most extreme forms of such material, but because technology overwhelmed the capacity of the law to constrain the availability of such material. The challenge for the future is to make the best of it. Amen. Damn spanky. That's the end of the movie. You got any any final thoughts? <sighs> the kids are all right. They're going to figure shit out. They've already hate the world and they're mad at it. So you're not going to really, you're not saving them from shit. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. This is some hot, this is some hot, hot garbage. And, and the kids that aren't fine, I don't believe these laws are the things that help I think no it's, it's definitely not it's the <laughs> what better parents would have already prevented or whatever. yeah exactly yeah fucking pay attention to your goddamn kids and i mean that should be the end of it <laughs> yeah i just freedom of speech is important sex is important the combination is vital for happy healthy human existence I think we should be able to look at whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason an adult can tell another adult what sexual imagery is acceptable or unacceptable. And um, I can tell you it's weird. Just not, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to look at, though. That's what I mean. They're perverts for trying to control it from people. Yeah. You know, obviously the only boundary is protecting kids. And yeah. this is these laws are clearly not designed to do that, right? And um, just punishing other people's morality—it's uh, controlling, cruel, fascistic, perverted, and pretty weird behavior. But what else is new from Republicans? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think we should experience. As many things, people, ideas, expressions as possible. And, um, you know, the only thing better than having everything is to not want anything. Mm -hmm. I think we should all get addicted to something degenerate and then learn how to live without it. Be a raccoon, enjoy the trash, and hope you have a good night, trash cats. Or dear, dear trash cats. Sweet dreams. That's beautiful. <laughs> we should we should end every episode with that. Sweet dreams, dear trash cats. You've been kind to us. We we adore you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, everybody. Thank you to Approaching Human for the use of his music. You can find his work on SoundCloud at Approaching Human. Thanks, John. Make sure to check out the show page at Trash Cats Trash Cast on Instagram for news and arts from the show. Check out Facebook for the memes. For the memes. If you're super rude, you can check out my trashy art on Instagram at SkyZXSKYZCX. I just got a fucking piece up there. It had been yeah. far too... Did you like the red? I did. I do. Much bolder. Much better. Yeah. Um, so, something new up there. And, uh, yeah, watch porn, break shit, fuck on the floor, and uh, new shit. We'll be coming out soon. Thanks, you guys. Hell yeah. That's going to be all for us today. Stay classy, eat trashy. Fast eat trash.
We did good. We were quick, witty, sexy. <laughs> we did good.